0: Everybody and welcome to the landlord and tenant pod mess—the only podcast that has the guts to ask the question: Can, can a, landlord a landlord and tenant, tenant be, be buddies? buddies? Oh my god. That is stereo. Oof, that was very lame. Um, I'm James. I am the landlord of this podcast. And I am Michael. I am the tenant. We did not practice that in a unison thing. Michael just uh, improvised there, hey? I improvised, Do yes. You, um, like Ryan Stiles or mm. like um, Colin Mockery? I just... You strike me as a bit of an improv guy. Have you ever taken classes or anything like that?
1: Um, I have, yes. Mm. And how did they go? I was asked to leave after the first uh, first um, level of Second oh. City classes. Oh, well, that's too bad. What, what happened? Yeah. <clears throat> I just didn't have an act for it. Yeah, that's interesting. You don't usually
0: get asked to leave, but just being uh, not. No, it. they it held. It was rare. Uh, embarrassing uh, happens. But.
1: I was told that it was the first time in Second City history, and that's has, that has a long established um, history. A lot of great performers have come from it. It was the first time that a level one class uh, asked the instructor to hold a vote. On whether uh, a fellow student should be expelled. And um, yeah. My goodness. Well, uh, sordid history there. For Not exactly John Candy, <laughs> myself.
0: No, 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 no. Uh, well, they say Einstein <clears throat> failed uh, math or something. I don't Very know. Very stupid,
1: true. couldn't uh, speak mm. or read until
0: he was, I think, in his early 20s. So who knows? Maybe uh, in your 50s, it'll be Saturday Night Live <laughs> with you uh, yes. as the new big character guy.
1: Mm. Um, we, I, do, I would like to. Um, address some uncomfortable issues, uh, a little mopping up for us to do, administrative work. Um, there was no episode last week because there was a tech issue that seems to have been my fault. Uh, we recorded a full episode and we lost the entire um, hour. So that's why there was a little gap. Uh, we received a lot of emails uh, about that. And also we received some angry emails about uh, one of James's favorite bands, Korn. Mm-hmm. Uh, it appears I made a mistake uh, in our previous episode. I I said that the song People Equals Shit was by the band Korn. You did. Well, open the floodgates to our angry listeners who uh, took me to task for making a mistake, and they corrected me, and I am here to say that it, that song is not by Korn. It is, of course, a classic song by Slipknot. Hear, here, <clears throat> here, here. And I, was, I, di- I didn't say anything when you
0: said that, Michael, because I didn't want to embarrass you, and I'm glad you have the balls to come on here and admit your mistake on that, because it was... Uh, I knew i knew as soon as I heard it, all the corn fans out there were going to be uh, uh, not too happy with you for uh, messing that one up. That's kind of like saying, uh, oh, did um, Britney Spears sing Hey Jude? Like, yes, you know. Yeah, yeah, I
1: agree. I agree. It was a huge blooper. Uh, I know you're a a lurker and sometimes a, a poster on some of the internet's top corn um message boards did uh they must have just lit up with angry comments.
0: No, uh no I did not see any mention of it. I am not sure anyone in the corn community listens, but um hmm. they certainly emailed me, but uh huh huh um well, Michael. Um, now that we've got that nastiness out of the way, oh, it
1: feels good. I feel like a weight has been lifted off my uh, shoulders. Yes. How uh, how was your week, Michael? <clears throat> it was pretty good. Uh, a little bit uh, rainy, but I got to uh, to rock my raincoat. Um, yeah, so it was a good week. How about you? Um, not
0: bad, not bad. Um, I, um, it's always a a bit of a bummer when summer ends, you know, less time at one of my cottages, you know, um, not exactly have to go back to work, but just everyone else is going back to work in a way that makes it a bit less, you know, you feel a bit more guilty when you're getting up at 11 and, um, Mm. playing video games, gaming or whatever. Lazy, yeah. And, everyone around you is working it's not as much fun as in August you can kind of say come on let's crack a beer let's crack a a, a, a gin smash and and you know have a fun Wednesday or whatever but so that's a bit of a bummer but um, so are you
1: a little depressed I you sound a little depressed oh uh, I don't get depressed
0: I don't do depression and we don't have to get into this but I don't f- actually believe anybody does um, well, medication you do not know the medic. The, all I'm gonna say is psychiatry is BS. Any kind of medication for depression is BS. Medication is a state of mind. Uh, anyway. Or uh, depression is, rather. Um,
1: uh, okay.
0: <clears throat> I've read a lot about this. Um, you may have seen Tom Cruise on the Today Show talk about this a few years ago, okay. and he was bang on. Right.
1: Moving on, though. Yes! Well, it's time for us to do a segment now. Are you excited to do this new segment, James? Um, it's for... It's obviously it's September now, back to school. We have a lot of listeners who are in their late teens, probably um, having their first week away from home, going to college or university or even a vocational school. And so we decided to do a fun segment called The Landlord and Tenant Podmess presents Tips Tips for Young 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 scholars. Scholars. So, um, I'll go first with the first of our uh, tips for young scholars. So, pay attention. Class classes in session. All right. Uh, uh, tip number one, be yourself. You're a great person. And this is the kind of uh, tip I wish I had received when I was a younger man. Okay, over to you, James. <clears throat> okay, my tip is
0: actually for uh, some of the younger students. Um, obviously, you shouldn't smoke. It's not like a, It's not really cool anymore. Yeah, you shouldn't smoke. To smoke. But if you're kind of in grade 9 or grade 10 or grade 8 and you're having trouble making friends, it can be a good way to make friends with people because people will be like, you want to go out to Smoker's Corner? Grade 8.
2: Yeah, I was smoking by grade 8.
0: People will be like, You know, you want to go out to Smoker's Corner, and then you have something to do. You have a reason to hang out and chat, and you'll probably make some friends that way. So you can always start smoking grade 8 or 9 or 10, Mm. and then you can always drop it once you kind of get out of school. But anyway, just a tip.
1: Well, it's very addictive. uh, They do say it's harder to quit smoking than to quit heroin, so I disagree with that. But uh, tip for young scholars number two from me, Tenant Mike. Um, Make friends with fellow students and and also... Great thinkers: Plato, Copernicus, um, Chomsky, um, because they you can find them in books. But uh, don't get too friendly with the janitor. Over to you, James. Okay,
0: uh, my next one would be: <clears throat> What's a big thing about school? Dating. So I would suggest if you know if you're at university or college. Um, if you're interested in some in someone, do something special for them. Like for example, uh, when I uh, was at Harvard and I was interested in a girl, I'd sort of whisk her away to Boston for the weekend, or we'd even uh, get an airport limo and go down to Plymouth, go to Clark's Island down there uh, on the uh, near Cape Cod, <clears throat> or we do Cape Cod all the time. Um, it's just a fun if you can just sort of show a bit of flash, take some you know take someone away for a weekend. It goes a long way, let me tell you, and you'll have uh, some saucy stories
1: uh, to tell afterward. Trust me on that one. You uh, went you went to Harvard? Yeah. Uh, all right, um, tip from me. Um, uh, don't, you, you will be tempted, believe me, uh, from personal experience, don't chat with the janitor online when he contacts you. And also, further to that, we don't know who anyone is online. You can hide behind an avatar, so you might think you're speaking to someone your age uh, who who likes you as a person, but it might be the janitor pretending to be that person. And uh, you might get into you know a situation where they, they ask for, for pics or for promises or just don't just don't risk that. Over to you, James.
0: Okay, my next one is, has to do with, with grades. Don't worry about it. Uh, don't worry about your grades. All that matters in school is connections. Who you meet, that's how you're going to get work. Be the cool guy. Go to parties. Um, my buddy Martin, who I met, you know, who I made friends with in Harvard, didn't go to a single freaking class. Guy made tons of connections. Became a huge, huge dude in the pharmacy business in the years afterward. He's now got, like, uh, hundreds of millions of dollars, um... So that's my advice. Don't worry about class.
1: What's your friend's uh, name? Martin. What's his last name? Shkreli. He's behind bars soon, I believe. Um, Mm -hmm, Listeners, just a caveat. Um, Okay, my final um, uh, tip for young scholars. After you graduate... uh, Is that pomp and circumstance? (laughs) Or is that here comes... I, I don't know. After you graduate, don't let the janitor continue to wield... Influence over your life? Over your career? Or over your relationships? Over to you, James. What the hell are you talking about? Just a, some tips for young scholars. And also, remember to have fun, is the final one. What happened to there? you? There was a... Uh, there was a janitor who... Kind of messed me up as a um, university student, huh? Very interesting. Um, Janitors seem like they're uh, great, great men, but oh. believe me, sometimes they can. Interesting. Well, very upsetting about the janitor, but not a,
0: oddly not surprising. If there was anyone dude. I could peg as someone who maybe was manipulated by a sketchy dude with a mop, I would, I would, you would jump to mind. Did you ever have any strange experiences with janitors, James? Uh, I smoked weed with them Okay. Uh, uh, when I was uh, in high school. But other than that, no. Um, because, uh, I, as I said before, um, I don't believe in the subconscious or uh, the ability to, to be manipulated if you've got the right mindset, which I do. All right. Which is an alpha mindset, which uh, I think you could probably uh, benefit from a little bit, Michael. That old chestnut again. screwed up.
1: Yes. All right. We're moving right along. Well, that concludes our fun and exciting segment called The Landlord and Tenant Podmas Presents Tips for Young Scholars.
0: Very good. Why don't we take a quick break and we'll be right back with our guest.
2: Woo!
1: And welcome back to the landlord and tenant pod mess. It's time for our guest, and today's guest is uh, is going to be so fun. I'm excited, James. Me too. Um,
0: we don't know too much about her other than that she is the mysterious penthouse dweller. Um, very excited to meet her. Let's uh, let's say hello to Frony
1: Ledbetter.
3: Hi, boys. How's it going? Great. Thank for, you so much for having me on your radio.
1: Yo, welcome. Mm-hmm. Thanks for thanks for it's agreeing just, to do it. You're you're
0: probably too old to realize that this isn't uh, actually on the radio. It's a podcast. But Well,
3: I'm too old to realize a lot of things. So what?
1: I don't know. Like I yourself. cherish. I cherish. Unlike James, I cherish the elderly.
3: Oh, you're coming on to me? No,
1: I just appreciate <laughs> your. It uh, sounded
3: like he was hitting on me. Mike <laughs> does not have
1: the confidence to come on to you, Troy. I me. could hit on an old lady, <laughs> oh, mm, James. Don't believe. Don't it. believe him, Frony. I could hit on an old lady. Let's see.
3: Try. Try me. Try hitting on me. All
1: right. Um. Nice hat you're wearing, ma'am. Uh... It's a
3: fascinator, you idiot.
1: <laughs> God,
3: this guy, huh?
1: I know, no it's balls. Ri-
3: ridiculous, man. <laughs> All right. Oh. So, Frony,
0: um, you live in the, in the penthouse of the building.
3: Oh, yes, I've lived there a very long time. Since before you owned this place, when your uncle was in charge. In fact, mm-hmm. I've lived there since the building was shorter. And then they had to lift up the penthouse and put it on some new floors and... Put me back on top, and I stayed in the penthouse the whole time. What? Whoa, that must have been insane. (laughs) Oh, it was amazing. I had the best parties. People would sort of parachute in and (laughs) helicopter out. You can't imagine what a time it was.
0: Wow. I didn't even know they raised the building. Yeah,
3: in the 1970s. And
0: they didn't add on top. They added in the middle?
3: Oh, they added on top, but I was in the penthouse. So they lifted the penthouse off.
0: Okay, okay. Got it up
3: higher. Whoa. You can't build on top of a penthouse.
0: Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah,
3: it was like I, my pool turned into a wave pool for a while. It was <laughs> floating around up in the sky like that, you
0: know? <laughs> oh, my God. Do you have a pool in your place?
3: Outdoors, yes.
1: Outdoors? Oh,
3: yeah. It's an indoor-outdoor infinity pool. It's oh, a penthouse, wow. of
1: course. James doesn't even know the details of his own building.
3: Oh, I know. Back <laughs> when your uncle ran the place, I also had to I had to do all my own maintenance. I have my own pool boy. I have all that. Ooh. My little pool shed.
0: Oh, okay. Now, Now this is sounding like penthouse letters. What was the deal with the pool boy?
3: What? His name is Marcus, and he's very nice. Oh,
0: sorry. I thought you were gonna. There was gonna be something salacious that would I be. No, no, James, James always. What
3: does.
1: James relates everything to pornography. You'll have to forgive him from oh. me. Um,
3: well, pornography is. Uh, pornography is a very important part of our culture. I think it's given us so much. Thank it's given you. us. Um, it's given us uh, what streaming internet video. It's given mm-hmm. us, um, I think the fax machine came from that.
1: Yeah, it did. It's also ruined a lot of young men's abilities to uh, be in healthy relationships.
3: <laughs> Speak for yourself.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right, Very cool. Burn, Very cool, burn, again. burn. I'm right, a campfire. I'm being burned by an elderly person, everybody. <laughs>
3: <But> <laughs> and <you're I'm> only <laughs> as elderly as the young men beside you call you. That's what I like thank to say. You. Well, well, no, uh, thank you. Well said. Not thank you.
1: So, so Frony, you, you are not one uh, to hold your tongue if something's bothering you. Not at if,
3: all. I've been writing letters.
1: You've been writing letters. And recently, you have caused a stir in the building um, by writing letters and complaining bitterly about... Uh, the garbage chute, is that correct?
3: Well, yes. And I'm going to tell I'm going to say a couple things. One, if you don't want me sending letters throughout the whole building, then break the pneumatic tube system, because that was set up a long time ago for me to be able to send things, you know, down from the penthouse to all the other floors, and break it if you don't want me to get my message out.
1: Oh, I I won't break it. I I like your message. And
3: also, okay, here's the thing. The garbage chutes are a mess. I don't know how to use them, and I'm all the way up in the penthouse, so I need them. I can't just, yeah. you know, bring whatever down. If you have to dispose of a bunch of valerian root, where am I going to put it?
1: Okay. Exactly. These garbage chutes are a disgusting disgrace, frankly. They smell terrible, James. Uh there is jammed up. There's all sorts of garbage. Yeah, they're jammed up. They don't work half the time, I agree. It's,
3: it's unclear, too, in this day and age with all the recycling. What you put where? It's just one chute, you know. If I have a bucket of blood, I just pour it down there? That seems weird. It is uh, like, that should go in the green bin, but I don't have a green bin, you know?
0: Okay. Well, as the landlord, let me address some of these issues here because I am the landlord of this building. God,
3: you look just like your uncle. Really? Spitting image. Poor, poor uncle.
0: <laughs> oh, whatever, Mike. What? Mike, Mike had a weird relationship with a janitor when he was like 19, Oh, so
3: yeah. You were at high school. I was a
0: boy. I didn't you know. You know what you gotta do?
3: You gotta smoke. When you smoke, it just Thank it repels you. them. That
0: was my, well...
3: They don't like to be too close to It's like a hmm. shield.
0: Interesting. Okay, so regarding what you said... Smoke uh, the, opium. The, the pneumatic tubes, um, this isn't necessarily addressing your problem, but I did hear a really funny story that during the 80s... A guy who lived in the building got a little lonely one night and did something a little weird with the pneumatic tube and had a huge accident that we don't need to get into.
3: Little Pete, yes, I was here for that.
0: Oh my God, you what? heard about that?
3: You could well, you you couldn't not hear about it if you were in the building. You could hear the screams just oh reverberating God. through the
1: walls. Can you can you tell us? I mean, don't get too graphic, but you know what's what happened? He ripped sort of off, happened? off his pubes.
3: Ripped off his pubic hairs. In oh.
1: the pneumatic tube system.
3: Yep. Shove just the part with his pubic hairs just over the penis. Shove that up against the tube.
1: That's so weird.
3: Just the little, what's it called? The the mons, I guess? Put it up against the tube. Just oh. ripped out a perfect circle of his pubic hair. It was flying through the hallways. It was ridiculous.
2: That's weirder
1: oh, than I that's thought. That's why there's that sign over the, the, the pneumatic tubes all over the building that says, don't put your... Pubic um, mound, your mound, up to the tube entrance.
0: Well, I just thought it was more of a meatballs esque. You know, he just put his wiener in there. I didn't realize it was no. slightly bit weirder there. No,
3: he was a real, real weirdo. That mm, guy,
0: Little Pete. Okay, well, that's one. And now two. So, so the garbage chute. So your issue is that it just is clogged. Is that true? I don't know how to it's, use
3: them. No one seems to. So they're all being, uh, you know, they're all being jammed up, and nobody is dealing with it when they are jammed up. It's full I mean, of
1: diapers. It's full of all sorts of garbage, rotting food. It's, it's incense, disgusting. Incense wax. Have you guys ever tried shoving
0: garbage down the crack uh, next to the elevator?
3: Of course. not. Okay. But so that's what sad. I would
0: suggest. Just shove it down there. I don't know.
3: I'll tell you one thing. Liquids go down there. Great. So you mentioned...
1: Sorry to backtrack here. You mentioned that if you had a bucket of blood, that you... You would want to put it down the chute, but sometimes it's clogged. Why would you have a bucket of blood? Are you doing uh, some amateur butchering uh, of, uh, of meats uh, for a charcuterie plate, or well, perhaps? Okay, something?
3: first of all, it's the, It's the, sometimes it's plugged up, but also I don't think that that's the right place to put it. I I want to separate my garbage.
0: Right, put blood down the toilet. That's what I do.
3: Oh, that's it. Well, problem solved.
0: You guys both have a lot of blood. No, I, guess, I to don't throw ever away. have blood, but I'm just. Thinking off the top of my head.
3: Okay, great. Well, this is these are the answers I wanted. Great. Blood down the toilet. Now, what do I do with the bones? Or, or say, a skull, a mandible, what do I do with that? A goat's skull and mandible, what would I do with that? If, if I've got too many,
1: what do I do? So, hypothetically, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, James, what would someone do?
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, feed it to the, the raccoons or something? There's but a lot of raccoons. I live
3: on the roof. Let me hmm. explain to you that my battle with the raccoons is ongoing, and I'm not giving those little rats an inch.
0: Oh, you were going to swear. You were going to call those little effers. But I, well, I, I wasn't,
1: but I will. Little oh, fuckers. Okay. You know, fucking oh. little raccoons. It's so funny to see an old person swear, because it seems like such a youthful enterprise. Oh,
3: look up Betty White. It's all she does. Mike, you seem
1: bothered by the bone blood well,
3: thing. Well, I... It's just attracted to
1: me. I'm Oh now this is it. something I'm always accused of whenever we have a female guest, I'm always accused of being attracted to them. This is not the case right now. I just like to state.
3: Oh boo hoo. Why don't you like me?
1: Hmm. Well f- <laughs> Just kidding, I don't care. Go on. All right, all right. Fair enough, fair enough. But we're Bones and Blood, it uh, sounds like you're living in some sort of Halloween pop up store. Michael
0: uh, Michael can't handle the fact that I'm a you know, powerful woman. Yeah, that you're a powerful woman. Who knows Come what on, she likes? So she has some blood up there. Yeah, it's
3: fine. so I have a few gallons of beeswax that sometimes have to be thrown down a garbage chute.
1: So? No problem with that. Beeswax is fine. It smells great. Mm-hmm. Um You know, I, I host a lot of parties. Mm. So you get a lot of bones. So are you serving a lot of uh Elaborate meat dishes, or.
3: Uh... Oh, well, in the parlance of the youth, let me just say, duh. Duh. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I guess oh, I am. God. I guess I am. Has
0: anyone taught you not? Oh, you say something and then you go, not.
3: That's old fashioned. That's one for little Pete and the pneumatic tubes. That was the era of saying not. Oh. You know? Late 80s, early 90s.
0: Oh. Yeah, but you I'm, like,
3: I'm around. I'm up with the stuff. I'm, I'm up with the stuff. I all know right. all these things.
0: But you know what I'm saying? You'd be like, yeah. oh, nice shirt, not.
3: Yeah, it, well, we did wow. this, We did the same thing in the 20s. Someone would say, you know, say something, and you'd say, can't you? you what know. do you mean? Oh, go jump off a bridge. Can't you?
1: Oh, that's a good one. Hearing you say that reminds me of the sort of the jazz age, uh, like a F. Scott Fitzgerald kind of book. Oh, did you, it's
3: a lovely did, time. Did you know him? Oh, F. Scott and Zelda. Yes, they, every time that they were in Toronto, they'd come by. They're just wonderful, out-of-control alcoholics, the kind of people that I like to have around. Honestly, they were the godparents to my children. And uh, when I got sick of my children, they took care of them, I imagine.
0: Hmm. When I hear the name Zelda, I'm thinking of the uh, Nintendo Switch I spent uh, $1,500 on eBay, uh, or Kijiji, rather, uh, buying. Um... Just an interesting fact, do you play um, Nintendo or game at all? Oh,
3: I'm a big I, gamer. I don't have time. I'm more of a board board games, activities kind of person, mahjong, that sort of thing.
1: Oh, that's interesting. The
3: Ching, Ouija, whatever, you have a line around, I'll play that.
1: Looks like I'm the only non-gamer in our, in our uh, studio right now. Yeah, you know how some people have allergies to peanuts?
2: Michael has allergies to fun.
3: Just that that joke, sit, see if
1: it's it lands true. anywhere? Not.
3: All right, you too.
1: <laughs> I love fun more than anyone. You
3: look just so much like your uncle. I do. Were you close?
1: No, no, I did
0: barely knew him, honestly. I think he always would try to reach out and and um, sort of have sort of a
1: relationship, but it was just tough. I had my own stuff going on. He was and, the
3: life of the party, that oh. man.
1: Can you tell us some funny anecdotes uh, about James' uncle?
3: Well, let me think. Um... Oh.
1: You say he's a party animal. Was he, uh... uh,
3: You got some absinthe into him, and he went, bananas, I'll tell you that much. (laughs) There was this party I was having. Gwendolyn McEwen, famous Canadian, depressed poet, Gwendolyn McEwen was over, and she could pack it back, you know. I mean, she would put Zelda to shame, I'll tell you that much. And, uh, you know, she's she's drinking on the, on the, um, ottoman, just crouched, just...
0: just, Crouched on the ottoman? (laughs)
3: Just, you know, just squatting on the ottoman drinking. And he walks in Mm -hmm. and goes, that's not a toilet, you know. And then chugs a bottle of absinthe. His eyes spin right back into his head. And he starts, you know, just speaking this sort of demonic, um, uh, what what would you call it? What's the opposite of speaking in tongues?
1: Speaking uh, in lips?
3: Yeah, sure. He was doing that. Yeah, you're right. You you know, it did sound like Like, that. Kind of like a... Oh, Gwendolyn McEwen fell right out of her squat, right off the ottoman. She hit her head on the... On the balcony um...
1: ledge. <laughs> yeah. Wow. wow. This party sounds insane.
3: It was just one of them. <sighs> Holy goodness. smokes! It was like, a different time. I
1: guess, James, you come by your uh, degeneracy honestly. The apple, the the horrific apple, doesn't fall uh, far from the terrible tree.
3: Are you calling his uncle his father? I mean, they look enough alike, but who
1: knows? Huh. Oh, that's interesting. Do you think that there is some sort of uh, family secret about... Family? Probably.
3: I don't know. Every family has a secret. My family's secret is something I won't tell you.
1: Fair enough. We Whoa, won't Oh, I want to know. I want to know. <laughs> of course what is you do. It? That's James. what's fun about a secret. James tell, is rude. Come
3: on. What was it? My grandparents were cousins. Huh. First cousins. Huh. Ran away to Thunder Bay. Only place you could get married, and they wouldn't even ask.
2: Is that right? Wow.
0: That's interesting. So, yeah, it must have been a long time ago. These two cousins fall in love and then just fucking go to Thunder Bay.
3: Yep. Wow. Family tree goes up and down for a while. They had the same grandparents.
1: Hmm. Very that's, interesting.
3: That's but, not, you know, it, it happens. It's not healthy, though, is it? Look at me, though.
0: That's actually a great point. You're really old, and you look great for your age.
3: I do Tai Chi every day
0: and you had a good life, you have a fun, you have a sense of humor.
3: I can drink like a
0: fish. And this is the product of two cousins getting in on.
3: Well, my grandparents, are, me- not my parents, but yeah, you know, it, it's a little bit of you don't want to overlap the genetics too much, but a, but a bit little bit, bit of double it up It's not
0: bad. No. It's maybe not bad. Michael, you probably could
1: have used uh, a couple relatives Did you have sex. any cute cousins? I'm, I do. All of my cousins are females and they're all beautiful, but I'm not about to uh, walk down the aisle with any of them. I'm de- <laughs> I'm
3: saying you propose a family reunion in Thunder Bay and see what happens. Because they don't ask questions there.
1: All right. Well, you know what? Um, if uh, if I reach the age of 40 and I'm still single, uh, maybe I'll give uh, some of those beautiful, beautiful cousins of mine a call. Well, I'm
3: 40. Uh, you must uh, be close to 40 now.
1: I'm a 30 something man living in Toronto. Like 39? and 39? I'm 30 something. Well, it's got to be. Mid to late 30s. Somewhere. It's got to
3: be somewhere 38, 39. You're pretty close to 40. You marry your cousin now. Life is short.
0: Oh. You're not going to meet anyone else, Mike. Can I see? Do you have any pictures of your cousins? Um,
1: or Show yes. me on Facebook. Yeah. All right. Okay. Fine. I right, uh, so, okay that, Against my better judgment, I am pulling my iPhone out of my pocket and showing the pictures.
3: Oh, mama. I just have... Do those? She
0: looks like uh, Debbie Dunning, the original... Yeah. Uh, from Home Improvement, after Pamela Anderson was Tim Allen's like assistant? Tool time. Remember the, remember
1: the yeah. brunette? No. She
0: looks I just like watch. Debbie Dunning. Google yeah. her. And
1: everybody. here's one of her
3: Wow,
0: where she's not she's...
1: wearing a bikini, and she's just wearing normal civilian clothes. Oh, my God.
3: I have a question. Do the birthmarks run in the family? Is that a thing?
1: Uh, yes. Were I to take off my shirt or even my pants, you would uh, you would see quite a few birthmarks and moles. Back where I
3: come from, they call that a bit of a mark. What do you mean? Mark of the beast, you know. Oh! <laughs> cursed family. Why are you laughing? Well, it's just... Super... That was a nervous laugh, because
1: you yeah. he know uh, well, He's I... felt
3: cursed his whole life, I bet. I'm no. very sensitive to these things, I know.
1: Well, I, it's, I, I think it's just to do with my Eastern European heritage more That's than being cursed. That's where most curses come from. By the, oh, God. Eastern Europe. Romania. That's you might be right here. What yes. about Slovakia? Ooh,
3: curse central. Mike's the
0: Slovak.
3: Curse central.
1: Wow, you said that as if it's uh the uh, like I have a disease. Like <laughs> this man has well,
3: smallpox.
1: You, you might, Michael.
3: No, different kind of pox. The yes. pox on your house. Well. So what
0: it what is it about the shape of these birthmarks like like well, I don't okay. really see a shape well, there. See, okay, like,
3: look at this cousin right here. See that? Mm-hmm. Okay, let's say if you connected this this mole here with mm-hmm. this sort of red Launch. That's a permanent thing, right?
1: Yes, yes. Yeah, you
3: connect those two, and this here, mm. and then we have one, there's that right there, that looks mm. like something. We go
1: mm.
3: back down here, and what's that?
1: Connecting the moles. Oh my God, <laughs> it's, it's a, a pentagram.
3: pentagram. Oh. It's a pentagram. Michael, I to... does
0: everyone in your family have this pentagram? Uh, I, I mean,
2: so what?
3: It's oh. just no, he's M. Not.
2: Gee.
3: It's not wrong. I mean, lots of people live with this sort of mark of the beast.
1: It's just like having, you know, certain families have everyone has blonde hair or everyone has, you know, the same shoe size. Yeah, in certain
3: families, everybody's a psychotic killer. There's a lot of different family things.
1: Can I tell
0: you something, Frony? Um, I've always held the belief that Michael is, like, repressed. You know, like, he's got, he puts on this exterior of everything's fine and I love reading and I love whistling with my buddies
3: but i've always felt I that do. deep down
0: Whistling is, is a very
3: bad life. bubbling
0: dark creepy
3: cauldron of evil yes that's the vibe i get but you seem repressed too to be oh, fair you both oh give seem... me a
0: break i'm not repressed I'll thank be... you <laughs> and
3: you want to know why you haven't been invited to any of my parties i don't like sticks in the mud i'm <laughs> not
0: a stick in the
3: mud in my mud room we fuck
1: Are you a person in your late 30s who's recently been contacted by the janitor who made your college experience a living hell? Is that janitor once again trying to bully or break you? If so, you're not alone, and there's help. Call one 877 mop to begin scrubbing up the mess a janitor has made of your life. Campus janitors often prey on naive men in their early 20s who are looking forward to earning a degree in classics. By manipulating these young men psychologically, emotionally, and especially physically, or by giving them presents with strings attached, campus janitors have destroyed too many young men's lives for too long. Thanks to 1877 MOP help, the police have imprisoned or deactivated over 30 criminal janitors in the past 16 months. My name is Michael Balazzo, and thanks to one eight seven seven Mop help, I've cleaned up my act.
0: No offense, but when someone sort of like um is a bit older and really into sex, sort of yeah. in this sort of with anyone way, it's I'm not be... gonna
3: not take offense just because you told me not to. Oh. That's horrible. That's an but awful it... thing to say. Sorry. Also, the mud the mud room is for is optional. It's just part of it. You can go in the pool, you can go in the uh, there's this room full of bees if you're I don't know into risks so, oh. so could
0: you talk, maybe, maybe this would be so you interesting got... if you, if you talked us through like say someone arrived at one of your parties oh, wouldn't you like that no oh.
3: no not to sticks in the mud no you also fix those shoots fix those garbage shoots
2: Hmm.
3: I've got a bunch of bloody glass. i got to throw down them. Bloody glass. So now I'm wondering blood.
1: what's up with the blood. Yeah. S- skulls. um fuck, A fuck room. And I'm so sorry to say that phrase, listeners.
3: No, that's a way better name than what I was calling it. I'm going to steal that.
1: Fuck room. So, so,
3: do you, are you having intercourse?
0: Like,
1: shouldn't do you, people I, stop doing that? No,
3: absolutely not. My... My 90s have been my best decade oh. for having sex. That is very offensive. You I'm that? sorry. You know it's that? just
0: not great to imagine.
3: Imagine 90 years of experience and knowledge. I've been everywhere. I've, I've experienced tantra. I, I can create multiple orgasms in a man.
1: Really? Yes. Oh, I see, uh, James, suddenly your eyes bug out of your <laughs> skull. Oh,
3: yeah, now you want it. Well,
1: <laughs> how you're, how? A, you're a turn-off. It's, it is, It is. I think James and I are both a little taken aback because we've never been around such a uh, sexually potent elderly woman before. Well, go to
3: No Frills at 8 in the morning. It's lousy with them. What? That's where we all pick each other up. Whoa. In the lineup before No Frills opens.
0: There's a lineup to get in at No
3: Frills? Yes, among the elderly. This is our cruise scene. Absolutely. Wow.
0: What do you say to, to, to let someone know you're interested? Yeah, say
3: anything. Just give a little wink. Kind of gesture with your head where you want to go, and you go.
1: Oh my God! No
3: one's looking. You can do it in the middle of the street. It's eight in the morning. No one's looking. I mean, no that
1: is—that's earlier than most people can even remember getting up. Um, do is it dangerous to to be doing acrobatic sex when you're in your nineties? Or I didn't say acrobatic, but I do do that. Hmm.
3: I don't know if it's dangerous, but you know, what are you going to do? Live your whole life. Safe?
1: No. What's the point? I agree with that. You know. Take a risk every now and then. Live
3: a little. That's what the bee room is all about. Go have sex with a bunch of bees. Get stung. See what happens. Mm. Get out there. Try new things. Push yourself to the limit.
1: James, would you have sex with bees? I think that you would because you're into weird stuff. The thing is, I'm into weird stuff, but
0: usually if it's with women who look like your cousin. You know, like, like babes who are interested in me for my inheritance.
3: Yeah, satanic hot babes.
0: But I don't know. There's something creepy. Can I ask, like, because there is something creepy about all this. It's hard to put a finger on it. The blood, the skulls, the mm-hmm. orgies, the bees, the mud. It, what is, are you part of, like, some sort of group or, or, like, like who shows up to these parties? Are they your friends? Are you in a crew? Like, are you in some kind of gang or something? Like, <laughs> what what is going on? Yeah.
3: Well, it's, you know, we have a list serve.
1: A what? Oh, wow. A
3: list serve.
1: What is that? You don't know what a list serve is, James. It's a, no. it's an like a computer email list, right? <laughs> oh, am I getting sorry, that sorry. right? Yeah. Am I getting we, that right? We set
3: it up in 1994, and we just we liked it, so we never got rid of it.
0: And wow, interesting. And so it's just all like minded. Is everyone at the party old?
3: No, all different ages. Legal within legal. No, no babies. And Good. thank
1: you, thank you. You know.
3: I mean that, that's not true. You can have a baby earlier at the party before we get into the other stuff, you know, and I I don't know, it's just something I, I fell into. My old acquaintance, Alistair Crowley, introduced me to a certain way of partying and I've sort of stuck
1: with it. Okay.
3: But we came here to talk
1: about the garbage Who's that? shoes. Uh, he was um, great man, spiritual man, a controversial figure, uh, an occultist, and... Um, Who isn't controversial, who's interesting, you know? Yeah. I, I read a, a uh, saying the other day that said, well-behaved women rarely make history, and I think that could mm. also go for men. I mm. think that could also go for men. And that reminds me of Alistair Crowley. Thank you. That's beautifully put. Little side note there, but yeah. So you knew him. I didn't know he was ever in Toronto. And uh, oh
3: yeah, he. You know what? You know what his favorite thing to do when he came here is roll down the Scarborough Bluffs. Really? Just to topple down. Oh, he wow. was a portly man. Just rolled right down. That does, that to come back sound... to my place. Shower him off.
1: Because <laughs> that doesn't. That doesn't sound like an evil sort of thing. It sounds no, like it kind of a fun, fun thing to do. Well, you know, the
3: spiritual realm is. So close to the one that we live in, and joy and pain are so close together, you know?
1: Was James's uncle, I'm just drawing the connection here, was he also a in this sort of weird scene of, I don't know, ritualistic Satan worshipping, if that's yeah, what you call it? Look, you're a little
3: Harriet the Spy.
1: Well, <laughs> 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 James, did you know
0: this? Your uncle was a... Are you saying he was?
3: I'm not saying anything. Hmm.
0: I mean, in a way, that's kind of cool, like, if, if to have a family member into Satan. And in a way, I'm upset. It, I don't know how to feel about it.
3: Well, see, duality is a very important part of the work that I do. It's a very important part of life. Hmm. We live in paradox all the time.
1: It's true. Or
3: is it? See? Oh, Oh my goodness. She <laughs> go. got you there, Michael. Oh, yeah, there wow, a little... Tw- I'm glad that I've come and hung out here. It's you know I I really thought that you two were a couple of drips, and I no, and I I'm just i pleasantly surprised. Are
0: you sure you don't mean that Michael was a drip and I was no, sort of both
3: of you. I mean you're clearly very ageist, and that's something that's not very appealing. But that's not you know. a it's, negative.
0: I mean everybody's ageist.
3: Yeah, I mean I guess it's true. I wouldn't trust a baby to drive a car around for me. Oh. <laughs>
1: Well said. Speaking of that, have you seen that uh, film, uh, Baby Driver? Oh,
3: it's a mess. I hated it. I haven't seen it. It's not a baby.
1: Uh, False advertising, correct.
3: Spoiler alert, it's not a little baby driving. I was picturing a little baby Herman type character, you know, a little baby smoking a cigar who could drive. Nope.
1: You know
0: what was a great flick? Look Who's Talking. Agreed. Remember that? Yeah. John Travolta, Kirstie Alley, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And the, and the baby's
1: voice, I want to say, was Rosie O'Donnell? No. Bruce Danny Willis. Navido. Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis. And then in Look Who's Talking 2, I believe Rosie O'Donnell oh, yeah. did the voice of another um, new baby.
3: I didn't like the second one. That's jumping the shark.
0: No. They could have done more. And Bruce Willis being like, I don't want to wear a diaper. You know? Or like, ah, look, I want to drink milk from my mom or whatever. Yeah, he's what like, I just want to shit
3: on the floor and suck a tit.
0: Wow, well, he didn't put That's it. That's pretty
3: much what you were saying. Quite that no?
0: way. Um,
1: just fun to imagine, like what really they're thinking. You know. Yeah. Do you know what babies are thinking? Because you you are in contact with the spiritual world and and the dark forces.
2: Well,
3: first of all, I haven't confirmed or denied any of this. And secondly, no, babies babies are a great mystery. They're so in connection with this uh, this other realm that they're really hard nuts to crack. And you don't want to try. You know, it, it's us. We got to learn from them. Well said. Can I can I ask
0: too? I'm not saying you're a Satanist. There's certain to seem like maybe you are. All right. What's the point? Like, why do people bother getting into Satanism? Because like, God, at least, you think, oh, God is, you know, I'm going to go to heaven. He's a good guy. I mean, I think being like Satanism is cool, but what's the point? Like, he probably hates, like, what, you want to go to hell? You want to go to hell?
3: Well, I'm not confirming that I'm a Satanist, but let's put it this way. If God lives in the realm of sort of the divine and heaven, well, Mm -hmm. Satan lives here on earth. You know what Satan likes? A big pizza. Satan likes a cocktail. God wants you to do nothing fun. God wants you to be a... Okay, now
1: you're talking to a religious guy here. Michael is religious. I'm a uh, practicing Roman Catholic. Um, I don't talk about it a lot, but it does inform every decision I make. Now, you just said that Satan is, is here on earth and he likes to eat a pizza. I'm hearing that, and I'm thinking, is Satan an, an Italian guy?
3: <laughs> well, that's racist. Well, is he? Uh, now that you mention it, well, I don't want to, I mean, let's say, for instance, if I had met him. He does have a bit of an accent.
1: And what, what would it sound like? Do you remember the character Wario from the, the old Nintendo ads? Oh, yeah. Uh, Mario it's like, hey, it's a me, uh, a Wario. Is that what Satan's voice sounds like?
3: Well, just, for argument's sake, if I was to have heard it, I would have imagined it to have sounded something like this. Are you talking to me? Oh, oh De Niro.
2: Are you
3: talking to me? There's no one else here. Whoa. Are you talking to me? Oh, my God.
1: Wow. That's
3: oh, so Oh, I was just channeling there something. I don't know.
1: So, would you say that in Toronto, the Little Italy neighborhood should actually be named Little Hell? No. Is it?
3: I would never say that. Okay. You can't even if you meet one Italian person who's difficult, you can't you can't assume they all are.
1: Right, okay. But it is I mean Are you what we're just splitting are you some hairs. sort of right
3: wing sp- racist?
1: No What's no no, but on? you were the oh, one who brought yeah, up the idea maybe. No 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 no. You were the one who brought up the idea that Satan liked to eat pizza pie, I like to eat
3: pizza too and, and I was that-
1: born Jewish. Really? Yes, Jewish people eat pizza. What is wrong with you people? Oh my goodness, this is a podcast first. I believe we're the first. What is
3: wrong with you? You don't like Nothing. old people having sex? You don't think only Italians eat pizza? You're an yeah. insane man. I'm... Go back to Breitbart News where you belong.
1: I don't belong at Breitbart News. I just like it to say. Sounds like you do. I think, James, did you know that Jewish people ate pizza? I didn't know what this. What is
3: wrong with you?
1: I didn't think about it. I assumed they did. I thought they hated pizza. What? I just assumed. I well, don't you know. Well,
3: you can't get meat on it if you're keeping kosher, but otherwise you're fine.
1: All right, we'll take your word for well, it, I guess. What so. is
3: wrong with you? Get out, Maude. You, you spend too much time in this apartment recording your own voices. You gotta go meet people. Anyone can eat a pizza. An Ethiopian can eat a pizza. What? what? Oh, good goodness gravy.
0: Mike has never left the GTA. Well, no. You, you don't need to leave my the my GTA cottage.
3: to meet Jewish people and see them eating pizza. This is craziness.
0: Well, he's only, like, he came to my uh, cottage in Timmins, yes. and then he's barely ever left the GTA. My only point is, he's very sheltered.
3: Let me shove you down the garbage chute. Oh, please oh. don't. <laughs> or I'm going to put your mons in the pneumatic tube.
1: <laughs> please don't do either of those things. Uh, both of them are yucky. Um, but uh
3: I, Just uh, what I was getting comfortable here.
1: Listen, I'm right. sorry. I'd like to apologize to you and to all of our Jewish listeners. Just apologize
3: to everybody, not just the Jews. Apologize to everyone.
1: I'd like to apologize to everyone on, along ethnic lines. I'd like to apologize to the Jews and to the Italians who are listening today if they feel offended. Wasn't my intention.
3: Apologize and to them even if they don't feel offended. That's a real apology. Sure. I would
1: like to apologize to our Jewish listeners and, and Italian listeners.
3: Oh, you know, if you weren't already cursed, I'd put one on you. But you got marks all over you, it's clear. Oh, he's <sighs> a, a Satan. That's why he's saying this, junk.
1: What
0: kind of music does Satan like?
3: I don't know these answers. You know, I just came here to get the garbage shoots. Okay, it's yeah, just... I know keep... this? I'm just, a, I'm just an I old lady it. who likes I... to play mahjong and every once in a while, you know, channel a demon. It's not that out of the ordinary.
0: I get that you want the shoots fixed, but you can't just come in here and say, oh, by the way... I have these giant orgies with Satan. Uh, anyway, like i are gonna it, you, you be curious. Me. You
3: pulled it out of me. James. And you know, it's my it's my personal life. If you want to have a big orgy with a goat's head on your face, I'm not gonna ask you any questions.
0: That. I'd love to have a big orgy with all of Michael's cousins, but oh. not with a bunch of Satanists. Well, and then a get goat. yourself
3: to Thunder Bay. They're having a family reunion. Well,
0: I'm not related
1: to them, so it would be fine. Sneak in. You will not have sex with my cousins, James. I will guarantee you that. I much guarantee right you now. I will. I guarantee, I guarantee you won't guarantee you. I will. Have sex with I, my guarantee you'll I guarantee. I'll probably have more sex than sex with one. my cousins. I Can I hypnotize I one of you? <laughs> I'd love to see that happen. All right. Well, won't, won't work on James. Me, James is always saying that he, his brain is stronger than psychology. Mm-hmm. His brain is stronger than he claims <laughs> that he can't even get drunk even if he drinks all night, twelve pints of beer because he, he it's mind over matter. Yep, which is not true.
3: Yeah, if you throw up, it doesn't count. All right, so let's try this. Look into my pendulum.
1: <laughs>
0: okay. All right.
3: Here we go. Look at that,
0: <laughs> listeners. Um, um, oh, I'm feeling weird. I'm feeling really hypnotized. Not. All right. Keep
1: talking. <laughs> um, listeners. Um, James is currently um, staring at a pendulum that's being swung in front of his right. eyes. Still, Still fine. Okay. Completely fine. I feel.
3: Who are you, <laughs>
1: James? What,
3: of a year what year is it?
0: Twenty seventeen. What year is James's it? Twenty seventeen. What
3: year is it? James's eyes are dilating. What are you Sorry. doing? You're wrecking it. All right. What year is it? Twenty seventeen. What year is it? There is no year. What year is?
0: There is no year. Who
3: are you? Who am I speaking to?
0: Bernard.
3: Bernard, are you in your mummy's womb? Yes. Is she going to push you out? I hope so. Bernard, tell me what you see. Pink. Yes, pink all around. What do you feel, Bernard? Wet. Yes, wet all around. What do you feel, Bernard?
0: Want to come out.
3: What do you feel now? Do you feel the squeezing?
0: I feel squeezing. I'm coming out.
3: Bernard, welcome Um, to the world. Yes. um, uh, Spank on the bottom.
2: uh, Hello? What? Who am I speaking to? Sally. What the hell?
3: Oh, Sally. Yes. What did you come here to tell us?
2: I've come here to just enjoy myself.
3: Oh, that's nice. What do you like to do for fun, Sally?
2: Well, I like to have some drinks with the boys and um, maybe take a stroll down the boardwalk.
3: What a saucy lass you are, Sally. Can I ask Sally a question? <laughs> yeah, go for it. This is fun.
1: <clears throat> Sally, um, what do you think of <clears throat> the co-host of this podcast? Uh, I'm talking, of course, about Landlord James. What do you think of him?
2: You asked some funny questions. I don't know the man, but I'd sure like to have him at one of my barn roof parties. You'd
3: like to see him shove his pitchfork into someone's bottom.
2: (laughs) I'd like to see anyone do that.
3: All right, I think it's getting dangerous. Should we leave him in? Um, fine. No, one more question. Ask one more. Sally.
1: (laughs) Sally, can you hear me? Yes. Um, how old are you?
2: I'm the ripe old age of
1: twenty-one. Um. Thanks.
3: You want that was your last question? How old? Oh, that's a stupid last. All question. right,
1: I'll ask another one. Sorry. That's something
3: personal and embarrassing.
1: Sally. Yes. Um. Here's a picture of James. Would you have his child?
2: Would I have his child? Mm. Let's just say I prefer my men a bit
1: more. Italian. And awake. Uh, uh, uh. Whoa.
3: <laughs> was it that fun?
1: That was amazing. Oh my god, Frodie, that was amazing. I've never seen someone be hypnotized like that before. James, you look so dumb. You look and you said some crazy things. It was
3: great. What was your uncle's
1: name? What happened? Name? What happened? You were hypnotized.
3: We recorded all of it. You can listen later. What was your uncle's I, name? Uh,
0: uh, I feel so weird.
3: Wait, what uh, was his uncle's name?
1: It B- begins B- with a B. Was it Ber-
3: Bernard? Bernard. Was that the oh, birth God. of his uncle? We were at the birth of your we uncle. We went to the
1: birth of your uncle, you loser. Hey. I.
0: These are I. I, I'll, I. Sorry, I'm, I need to
1: collect myself for a second here. Oof.
3: You might throw up a bit. Yeah. But you oh. might not.
1: James, that was so funny. You were so helpless and <sighs> vulnerable, and you, we, you were like a baby. Uh. I, I remember look no, wait a second, hang on. I remember looking
0: at the pendant, and then I I just felt sick for a minute. But I, I, I,
3: I don't know, what, what happened? Well, we recorded all of it. You can listen later. All you, right. you, you, all I right. think your uncle being birthed, and then you were a real little trollop named Sally.
1: Yeah. And you didn't uh, think that you were...
3: Italian enough yeah. to date.
1: Yeah. Okay. Um, well,
0: look. I'm going to listen. We'll listen to the tape because I, I'm feeling a little confused right now. It's possible. You know what? I You know what? I think I probably wasn't hypnotized. You probably drugged me.
3: Uh, I didn't uh, touch frowny.
0: you. Throny.
3: Listen, you got to calm down. It's, it is very traumatizing to go into one of these states. And you know what, boys? I'm sorry I've excluded you from my parties. If you want to come, you send me a note through the pneumatic tube, and you can come to the next one you want to.
1: Uh, fine, Sure. All the weird uh, stuff is optional. To.
3: The rest is just sort of cocktails and, you know, Scrabble and Twister.
0: Oh, um, I think I need to take a break, Michael. I need to go wash my face. Um, shall we shall we take a break and come back with the final segment?
3: <laughs> well, let me ask one question before we go. Are you going to fix those garbage chutes?
0: Yes, I'll fix the garbage chutes. Very good.
1: Yeah, because it seems like we went a long distance out of the way just to get James to answer that one question.
3: Sometimes you've got to take a detour to get to the place if the roads are messed up, the direct roads.
0: Welcome back to the landlord and tenant pod mess. Um, We're here for the final segment. I uh, went and Washed my face and I uh, had a glass of water. I feel a little better after the incident. Um, very creepy there, Frony, uh, what
1: you did to me. It was very funny because you were talking like a baby and a girl. I Well, I knew and what I And then you was threw doing.
3: up so much in the bathroom. We heard you. <laughs>
1: well, I'll, I, you know,
0: whatever. Moving right along. Um, in I the, loved it. In the final segment of the podcast, as our hardcore listeners know, we always play a game. And uh, Frony... You had a game, uh, you had a game idea, so why don't you tell us about it?
3: Yes, this is a game that we play at all my parties and it's a real, it's always a real hit. The game is called, What's in My Shoe? Now, so during this break, when um, James was vomiting so loudly, sort of, and crying, we all went around and put different things from Michael's apartment in our shoes. Now each of us gets two questions per person, See if we can figure out what is in each other's shoes, and then we reveal it and we see if we're right with the guesses. You know? And
0: it's all stuff we've taken from Michael's apartment. Yes. Okay. I love the sound of this game, and I can't wait to play it. Um, who should go first?
3: Don't you go, James.
0: Okay, I've uh, I've got something in my shoe. Why don't you guys take a guess at what it could be? Hmm. Um, can I go? Yeah, sure. Um, can you eat it? No, you do not want to eat this. <laughs>
3: uh, is the item Is it something embarrassing?
0: Uh kind of embarrassing. Kind of cool, but also kind of embarrassing. Hmm.
1: Alright. What do you guess is in my shoe? Uh is it um one of your old school report cards because your marks were so bad? No, that would, of it? That would <laughs> not that would not be in your apartment, Michael. No. Right.
3: Wait. Were we doing our final guesses? I thought we had another question.
0: Oh, I thought it was just a guess each.
3: Oh no, I'll guess. Um, is it? Is it? It's a penis pill.
0: No, but that's actually a good guess. I'll show you what's in my shoe. And this, uh, I was surprised to find this because I wouldn't think Michael would have a need for it. A condom
1: wrapper. Look at this. And it's actually pretty small, too. That James is not a condom wrapper. It is a uh, wipe for contacts.
0: Oh, this is a contact wipe wrapper? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was a condom wrapper. If you wrapper. put
1: that on your penis, sure, you, you might clean it a bit. Might clean it a bit. Oh, but well, uh, sorry. But it's not going to...
0: Contact be wipe. Be my guest. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, that's my turn. Should we do
1: two guesses from now on,
0: Frodo? No, nah,
3: that's okay. Okay, okay. Who goes next? Uh, well, Michael,
1: why do you go? <laughs> All right, I have something in my shoe. Oh, uh, you guys can now guess what it is. We should do two questions. It's all right. We'll do it right. fast. Right. Okay, right. fast. is right.
3: it something that you you have an emotional attachment to?
1: Yes. Is it red? No.
3: Is it is it uncomfortable in your shoe?
1: Yeah, uh, big time. Yes. Does it stink? No.
3: Okay, I'm going to guess a cleaned wishbone.
1: Oh, very good guess. Not not correct. James? I'm going to guess mm, a
0: USB stick with some anime show on it that you probably watch.
1: Right, because you think I have an emotional attachment to, to that. Uh, <clears throat> wrong. <clears throat> incorrect, James. Um, what it is, actually, I'll pull it out here. It's a little... Wooden figurine of Pinocchio that I've had since uh, I was a child, and um, means a lot to me. And uh, doesn't it? Doesn't stink. It's very nice. Doesn't stink, and as you can tell, his nose is, is out quite a far way right now. So you know he's just told a, um, quite a lie.
3: Hmm. All
0: right.
1: Okay, Becky, okay. your turn. Ooh. Okay,
0: Frony, your turn.
3: All right. Okay, give me your questions.
0: Um, is the thing in your shoe
1: creepy? No. Uh, is the thing in your shoe alive? No. Ooh.
0: Is the thing in your shoe soft?
3: No.
1: Oh, okay. Is the thing in your shoe very valuable?
3: I don't think so, no.
0: Oh. Hmm. Hmm. Is it... Is it the a body part of a stuffed animal, like a, a a button eye off a teddy bear or something like that?
3: No, that's very creative, but no,
1: um, no. Is it one of my delicious chocolate coins?
3: No, no. It is, I just went to the kitchen, and I opened the fridge, and I poured some prune juice into my shoes. And why do you have so much prune juice? Is your, is your tummy okay, Michael?
1: No, no, it's really not. I have a lot of digestive problems, um, and I have to... Drink a lot of prune juice. That's
0: a good one to put a liquid in your shoe. Yeah, people I don't just, think
3: of it. And yeah. I wear these hard wooden shoes, so yeah, it, it, it washes right out.
0: And you, you play this at mm. your orgy parties?
3: Like I said, different things in different rooms. This one is often a real hit, because I have a lot of fun things around my place that you can hide in a shoe. I bet. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when the garbage is, you know, broken. Yeah,
1: sorry, I won't well, get Well,
3: we've worked it out. We've worked it out.
1: <sighs> that was, the. I think, the most fun I've had playing one of our third segment games. It was a very
0: fun game, and I enjoyed it. and um who knows? maybe if the podcast continues to take off,
1: maybe it'll be an app. Well, that was a fun game for us to play. Um, we've solved your problem. it seems after an hour uh, James agreed to unclog the garbage shoots yeah <laughs> only uh, only took uh traumatizing me. Did uh, a bug go <laughs> in your eye? No, I just have some sunscreen that has yeah, melted into right. my eyes and they're watering now. A
3: bug. You're attracting bugs, you little cursed baby. No,
1: <laughs> no Flies do uh, land on my Michael. Yeah. <laughs> no,
3: More no, than no. usual. Like a turd.
0: Well, I guess that's it for the episode. Frony, uh, thank you very much for joining us.
3: Oh, thank you for having me. You seem like nice weird boys. Thanks.